This is a HeadGum Podcast. What's up? This is Aaron and Stanger. And before we start today's episode, we want to talk to you about Magic Spoon. God bless the folks over at Magic Spoon, Aaron. God bless them. They have really made my mornings quick and easy and yummy. Yeah, dude. Um, I know what you mean. We candidly do talk about Magic Spoon off mic, um, even when we're not recording. I talked about it with Jason the other day when I was over at Aaron's house for a record. Mm -hmm. It does come up, guys, because it's actually that good. And if you're watching what you're eating, if you've improved your diet, um, maybe you're trying to get ripped for summer. I know I am. Uh, you need, you, you can't, it can't all just be steamed broccoli and boiled chicken. There's gotta be something. Can't. Yeah. There's gotta be something fun in there. You need a little razzle dazzle. You need a little sweet, you need a little crunch. And, uh, if I'm going to have that sweet and crunch and it's going to have some calories in it, I would love to get some protein out of the deal. I would love it if there's some protein in there for me. Yeah, you, know? you want there to be like you want to have something to look forward to, which this is, and then you want it to also give you not not hurt your gains. We want yeah. to add to that. So this is like the perfect combination. It, it is. It's like my weak mind needs some something sweet, and so I'm like, well, I still want my you know my sound, my reasonable self to get something out of it, and it does. I'll tell you why because magic spoon has zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and only four to five net grams of carbs in each serving. Yes, it is low-carb, keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, and only 140 calories a serving, which is awesome. It is, it is. And we talked about that, uh, the weak part of my brain that needs something sweet and delicious. Well... Let me tell you about the flavors they got. You can build your own box with a huge variety of appealing flavors. They have the classics. They taste just like you remember. Um, Cocoa, fruity, frosted, peanut butter. Uh, We're telling you, they're telling you, mix up that cocoa and peanut butter for a real dose of nostalgia. Mm -hmm. We've got blueberry muffin, maple waffle, Honey nut. I have just really gotten into the blueberry muffin and the maple waffle combo. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds great. Um, they've got the real indulgent ones where they, they took it up on a, to another level with cookies and cream and cinnamon roll. Come on, mm. man. Mm-hmm. You're going to say no to that. What are you, an nope. idiot? I'm, nope. I'm not. You're saying yes to this. Absolutely. Yes. Okay, you guys. So Right now, go to magicspoon.com slash dumbbells to grab a custom bundle of cereal and try the magic for yourself. And be sure to use our code dumbbells at checkout to save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. Remember, get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash dumbbells and use the code dumbbells to save $5 off. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode. This is Erin McGowan, certified personal trainer, and it's almost my birthday. 
And this is normally where Ryan Stanger says, this is Ryan Stanger and something crazy. But he's not here today. So you have found us, The Dumbbells, a comedy fitness podcast where we try to bring you a little information, motivation, and maybe some inspiration. I mix those up, but those aren't my lines. So hey, Dumbbells, let's get dumb, baby. Well... Today, I don't have anyone to talk to about that intro, so I actually think that was maybe my best one. So just hit me up and let me know if I should take over for Stanger since he's, uh, since he's, you know, probably the weak link here. Okay, but today, before I go any further, I want to get our guest into the wait room. We have an amazing guest today, actor, comedian, George Basil. Or should we <laughs> That was great. Yeah, okay. that's better than, than we normally do. Great. Uh, well, welcome welcome to the Dumbbells, George Basil. You are my guest and my co-host, similar to yes. like Saturday Night Live, like when they have the guest and the musical guest yeah. I'm gonna in be, one. Totally. I want to be musical and in all the sketches tonight. <laughs> That. Yeah. Okay, so I, I hope you got all of the sketches I sent over, uh, all of the... The lines. Oh, I'm off book, Aaron. Yeah, <laughs> I know it. I'm. Uh, I don't, and I'm not gonna do any improv or anything like that. I, I honor the format of the show. So I've Thank been you studying. So much. Yep, I've been studying all, all since the, you sent it 45 minutes ago. I've learned every Thank you. word. Yes, the earliest I've ever sent anyone the lines. So you should be ready to rock. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so George, I did notice um, that you have rolled up your sleeves since we just started talking moments ago. Well, pal, you, you don't have sleeves, and I don't have sleeves. <laughs> I know. I, I, it's too hot. Yeah. Right. That's what everyone loves hearing on podcasts about the weather. <laughs> yeah. That's their favorite thing to imagine. They're like, oh yeah, yeah sweaty bunch. Yeah, you're right. So this is, yeah, so I'm not wearing sleeves. I think you want it to match. Yeah, I'm trying, but I stand no chance because I don't ever wear sleeveless shirts. Like tank tops, I don't know what they do. I think they they express (laughs) my back hair or something in a way that I'm not comfortable with. I'm like, (laughs) I still shame my body for that. I'm like, come on, stop growing it there. Oh, yeah, I mean, well... like you could do what you know women have been socialized to do, which is shave everything yeah. all all the time. That's true. And that's what I hope to put on you today is just <laughs> the oppression of women. Just shove it yeah. in your direction. Uh, not even men, just you. <laughs> just me. Yeah. It's very it's yeah. a masculine trait. Otherwise, but for me, you're right. I need to fucking clean it up. I gotta shave my back and my. But and everything. Well, you probably don't have to. I would say probably get someone else to help. <laughs> Oof. Yeah, that's where it gets complicated. Then I have it to does. be touched. <laughs> yeah, you'd want... need a you'd need a an old priest and a new priest. <laughs> yeah, you know just, what I mean. Well, because one dies and one lives. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Yeah. Um, what's going on with you? What are you up to? Oh man, nothing much. I did actually work out today in uh, prep for this podcast and yeah and i mean i do that (laughs) i do that sometimes without the podcast happening okay 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 but today was a special one i really focused and every time i was like 
it was for you. Oh, thank you. Wow, that's so nice. Yeah. So I got a good uh, exercise. But other than that, good, man. We made the joke about the short films uh, earlier off the air, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And it does, it feels like um, I've been trying to perform a lot more. So I just finished this great stand-up class and got up on stage for my first stand-up set ever. And that was like really beautiful. I loved it. Oh my uh, gosh. Is that, I think I saw you were in a, a thing with Jade Catapult. Yeah. Jesus, was she in your class? Dude. Yes. And she, okay, like, cool. Who I was, I hadn't, I had met her a long time ago, but had never seen her perform. And mm-hmm. getting to watch her every Tuesday night was like a miracle. She was just so funny. Man, you know her? Did you have you done shows with her? I've been I've been training her for a little while. Yeah. Oh, that's why she looks like that. Then <laughs> she'll she'll post a butt pic, and it's like, what happened here? She's a beautiful woman, no doubt. But like, yeah, now she just and we talked about it. I think actually, she feels so strong, and she she was like, she feels so beautiful, and she's always been a gorgeous lady. But like, man. Now it's now it's like pure beef patty, baby. It's it's like <laughs> that's right. <laughs> she is a strong yeah. and fucking funny. Like I can't stress that enough. When yeah. when all of the students in this class would shoot their shit and like do their premises and everything, and uh, they'd get analyzed and pitched and all this from the teachers and uh, from all the other students, and it just since the first day felt. Like Jade would open her mouth and you'd be like, oh, yeah, that is the right timing or tone or whatever. She's just so hilarious that, yeah, man, what a a wicked strong lady. I know she um, well, she she posted about it and I thought about it because um, when I lived in Nashville, like what? 12, 15 years ago, yeah. Melissa, my comedy partner started, um, she took an imp- or uh, not an improv class, uh, a standup class. And then she would come home and like, tell me everything that she learned. And I, cause at that point I was like, no one needs to tell me how to do anything, <laughs> which is kind of <laughs> yeah. a, a big problem in my life. Um, but that was, yeah, yeah. She, so Melissa would tell me and I'd be like, okay, cool. Interesting. Yeah. But like, so Melissa got really good at stand up, and then I just thought I could just do it. And so we both like started trying to do stand up. and Melissa is very naturally good at it, but she also put in the work and got really good at it. And I did it like eight times and was like, people just don't get me. And (laughs) it's like sad for everyone. Like it was, I just was like, this isn't like for me. It's cause people don't get it. And I was doing like redheaded person jokes. Oh yeah. And so, yeah, people might not get it, but I was like, really just like, I'm, I'm misunderstood. Um, so (laughs) I thought when she posted that, I was like, Oh, maybe I should take one now. I'm a little less angsty about someone telling me what to do. I think you'd be incredible because it really, the the teacher's name is Jerry Katzman and I, I'll shout him out forever and ever because he's a, he's a delicious man. And, uh, (laughs) he sets the table like, you know, every environment, whether you're talking about an improv community, stand-up community or whatever, has its 
rough spots because everyone's trying so hard. It can be competitive. It can be Mm -hmm. this or that. But he really just laid it out to be, and it was over Zoom, which I don't know if that's better or worse than doing it in person, but he set it up to just be the most giving, generous, loving place for, for people to like feel safe and try material and give each other mm. ideas and, and just help each other. And it was fucking awesome. And That's he's so awesome. Yeah. And his uh, assistant, the teacher's assistant was my friend, Heather Pasternak. So, and she's insanely funny. So you're just like constantly laughing. And then every mm. time they're like, Ooh, they give you a note where they're like, Ooh, for that joke, if you did this, it might go like this. And then you try it and they're right. You know, uh, and I think That's you'd be fun. incredible at it. I'm not even saying that because I get half of every tuition that they get is <laughs> in my pocket. And okay. I'm not even saying that. <laughs> that's not why I'm saying it, though. That's the interesting part. You'd think that's that's what drives me. But <laughs> yeah, but I'm not that kind of guy. So, um, but he, I think that you would... it's not about someone telling you how to do comedy or someone telling you what is good about your comedy. It's, it's honestly the, the group of people that you start to trust reminding you that the most interesting shit for you to say out loud is real stuff, honest stuff, Mm -hmm. vulnerable stuff, truthful stuff, direct stuff like, and going into it and then finding it because we all know that if you get up on stage and you try to be funny, the f- you're going to fucking fall flat on your face at some point. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. you know. Yeah, which I, I think I experienced, and which is why I thought I wasn't being. <laughs> yeah, your face hurt. Because I, I definitely after was eight trying. Shows. I, was, <laughs> I was trying to be funny. Of course. And I was totally. trying to act like I wasn't. That was the, like, it's just too Ooh, many even things. Better. <laughs> yeah, yeah I was a nightmare. <laughs> Um, well, that's, that's really cool. How did you feel like your set went? Um, really great. It was absolutely a joy and I'm going to try to do it as many times as I can starting now. Um, I noticed that I wasn't great at, well, I mean, I'm not great at anything. I just, it was the first time I I did it. But what I noticed, the things that came easier to me were the, like, uh, uh, ad-libbed or improvised moments where, you know, somebody walked by with a tray of taquitos. Whew, I had a <laughs> lot of fun saying taquitos for like two minutes. <laughs> you know, I just called that out and I rode that to the mountaintops and people liked it. And so I was like, well, fucking taquitos. I'll write it on my little pad. <laughs> That's my new idea, I guess. Well, it's like almost like it's almost prop comedy where you could have a friend at every show yeah, just happen to walk by <laughs> a couple of snacks yeah. and you have at it, you know, no one has to know or be the wiser, you know, don't look behind. <laughs> yeah. The, the, <laughs> the peek behind the curtain. Yeah. If anyone on the dumbbells or in the dumbbells community ever sees Basil do stand up <laughs> and this bit happens, you act natural. Yeah. Don't you call it out. Don't you heckle me. Yeah. yeah. Don't heckle my my Don't. heckle. I'm heckling the taquito person walking I'm trying by. To, I'm trying to heckle a whole damn audience. But it, it really did was like the natural stuff really worked. And then 
uh, just like the spatial play, like walking around and looking at the stage and things that I considered strange, I called them strange. And then, mm-hmm. um, you know, it was, it's really fun when you're not opinions, but just your perspective gets a little bit of an interesting burst from an audience mm-hmm. and it's like, ah, oh, it, it's really a fulfilling thing that I've only done improv really. That was what I did forever in New York. I did it for as many days of my life as I could because I was really in love with it. And when that yeah. stopped in 2020, it was like, uh, it, and I wasn't even doing it regularly, but even irregularly, like once or twice a month, it satisfied this like thing. It, 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 mm it stuck me somewhere. It's like a huge acupuncture needle up my ass that like <laughs> it hit my funny bone boy. And I, I was like, man, I miss You're going that to huge a different needle. acupuncturist than I'm going to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you may be doing the Eastern there, medicine one. Number. I don't know. <laughs> I'm doing like the fucking <laughs> spatial, like the galaxy, uh, <laughs> galaxy version of it. Huge needles. Um, <laughs> The yeah, you have been abducted by aliens. I'm so sorry to tell you if you don't know. <laughs> they prodded me and it made me funny. Uh, but I just missed it. And so yeah. I felt like stand-up was going to be the quickest way back onto a stage. And it was. And um, yeah, it's been interesting. I think you'll really love it. Especially if you tried it eight times already. You've already suffered, so it's like might yeah, as well. I know. Might as well go out there and do well. <laughs> Just try one more time. Yeah. Um, totally. Well, I do. I don't want to get too far out the gate here without getting to the bottom of the George Basil fitness my regiment. journey. Okay. You're, I want to know, like, if Stanger was here. So yeah. I, just so everyone knows, it's listening. Stanger is. Um, the new Eugene. So Eugene used to, well, Eugene Cordero used to yeah. host this podcast and then he became like a, a regular in the Marvel universe. Or something, <laughs> yeah. I think is like the, the trajectory, star Wars, Marvel, all he's got, you know, he's, he's in there. He's busy. So yeah. then, you know, he had to go. And then, so then I came in <clears throat> and I, you know, I go out for a state farm audition once every six <laughs> eight months okay so i'm you know i'm behind so now stanger is like aaron i gotta film i don't know when i just i'm out you know i gotta do you know i gotta live my life i gotta be who i am so he i booked is the state filming. farm ad i'll see you around <laughs> yeah he took my ad god oh, yeah. ugh. he's the new we go Jake for the same roles all the time uh-huh. <laughs> and stanger. so um so Stanger usually is the one that keeps us like pretty on track, which seems weird because he also is the one that derails us. So it's, you know, both. Um, But he usually is like the one that's like, start from the beginning. Tell us about your childhood. Tell us, where <laughs> did you do exercise as a kid? Did you, is this an impersonation of Stanger? I don't think so, but it is something other than the way I normally talk. So <laughs> yeah. Start, did you work out as a kid? Did you do sports? What like was food like in your house? Tell me everything. Yes, here we go. Day one. Yeah, it was the seventies. Oh, <laughs> oh God, the roaring seventies. Um, what did I? Well, food in my house was always good and and copious. Like I ate mom's Greek food endlessly. 
Um, mm. And then as an American kid, I'd go out afterwards with my friends and eat fast food. So what I was dealing with is like a lot on my body. I was, I think um, when I was 15, I was probably close to about what I am height wise now, like six foot, but I weighed uh, at like 280. So okay. right now I'm like 175 pounds and that's what I've been for the last 20 years of my life without any real uh, like action towards it. But when I was 20, I just like stopped eating nine meals or stopped eating like nine dinners. <laughs> you know, I stopped eating my mom's Greek food and then following it up with like a Big Mac that I would add a Big Mac to. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Sure. <laughs> okay. I, would, I do I, feel like yeah. I experienced this in my own life in yeah. college ish. Sure. I think like a lot you of people eat family yeah. dinner and then your friends are like, you want to go to Applebee's and you're like, I, of course I yeah. do. They don't have, uh, yeah. My mom can't make those poppers, bitch. I have to get those. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I totally. And you, I think we start to eat for comfort. We start to eat for a lot of reasons socially mm-hmm. and it's just delicious and it's a lot of fun. Um, but it always like bothered me, you know, I didn't get, made fun of too much or whatever. I wasn't bullied. It's just something that I was, I always like felt. And yeah. Um, and then I stopped eating meat when I was 19 and that had a huge impact uh, only because I was not eating fast food, honestly. I think it was like cutting out, mm. just cutting out the like polysaturated animal fat stuff or whatever. Is it polysaturated? Yeah. Maybe. Multifatuated. Um, I th- I I'm sure. I think. I mean, <laughs> that sounds both. familiar to me. Polysaturated, <laughs> yeah. but I don't know if that is the right word. But it's sure. like all the saturated fats, all yeah. the trans fats, all like all those. Yeah, you know, those nasty, yeah, little all delicious the- tidbits. <laughs> <laughs> I love them. Um, yeah, but that was it. So um, wait. So this was like, you were of like 280 when you were like in high school? Yeah. Is that what you were? And then you, 19, you cut meat? Meat and moved to Texas. So those two things happened simultaneously. And you sweated it out. And it just came pouring out of my pores. I was like, oh, this heat makes me svelte. Uh, also like Texas is like not, I'm sure not everyone that lives in Texas is a meat eater, but like, it is ironic that you yeah. like, you know, the barbecue capital yeah. of the world. And it's like brisket you know, you're just town. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, totally. I, uh, I know it's weird that I moved to that state to become vegetarian, <laughs> but it was the, <laughs> it was the city. I mean, if I'd moved to Dallas, I would have not stopped and I would have still eaten, eaten whatever, but because I think I went to Austin and I was for the first time ever exposed to the alternatives and mm-hmm. then just hanging out with friends that were, they weren't even vegetarian sometimes. They were just people that like were open to eating alternatively. And so there was a little place, there's still a little place called Joe's Coffee Shop. I think it's a big place now. <laughs> I haven't been back in a while, but it used to be a little place. <laughs> It grew into a big, big place, but uh, they had like a, a Frito pie, and oh and, hell yeah. yeah, boy, uh, it it banged and like yeah, it banged in a way I'd never had a Frito pie, so I was like riding my bike to this place, and and 
making friends with the people that work there. And uh, I remember getting it for the first time. And then the guy was like, yo, next time you you come, you should try the the vegan Frito pie. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And I'm not interested. (laughs) 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 Take it back, bitch. I don't want to hear anymore. Nah. (laughs) No, sir. Uh, You can close shop because I ain't coming back. And your family is not safe now, boy. Uh, (laughs) Oh, my God. I know. I got got bad. Yeah. And his family (laughs) did suffer for a long time at my hands. Uh, They're actually standing behind him now. They're still with you. Yeah, you'll see him on the Zoom. He's walking in the back. He wears like (laughs) chains on his face. He's he's done. He's a done done guy. But that's what you get. I don't. I didn't ask for your suggestion, sir. Uh, No, but he. I, I I tried it the next time, and it was like wheat roast, and it was homemade wheat roast, I think, and it was like. Uh, I think that it still had cheese on it or something. So it must not have been a vegan Frito pie. It was like a veggie Frito pie. But it well, was it's like, Texas vegan. So they yeah. don't count cheese. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, like ah, yeah. shut up. <laughs> yeah. We only use the bacon grease, man. Uh, there's no bacon bits in it. Uh, but it was delicious. And then I started kind of getting hooked on the taste of that versus the pork or whatever. And then it just slowly evolved into like oh i could see myself doing this and if nothing else it just opened my eyes to like the awareness of food so i didn't turn into a vegetarian that day that night or whatever it just was like oh right there's like the interesting other shit going on that's tasty and then i made the switch and then years later it all kind of i honestly stayed vegetarian because i lost like 80 pounds, 90 pounds, 100 pounds, and then was like, oh, okay, this suits me. And You're so casually talking about losing in a like a, in like a year, in like a year. Of weight. Yeah, I went back to Maryland and visited family, and my aunt pulled me aside and was like, hey, what drugs are you doing? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I was like, wheat roast, fucker. What do you mean? Nothing. <laughs> Why would you ask me that? My drugs are of no concern to you. <laughs> Wait, okay. One time I did, I went away to, it was like when I started losing weight the first time. I was like 20 um, and I had gone away to do like work a summer camp and I lost 20 pounds in two months just yeah. because like I just was when I was young, but I was like running around, like playing, jumping, clapping, yeah. like getting teenagers amped up like 20 hours out of 24. I ate like a crazy person, but I was just doing so Burning much activity. It. Yeah. So I came back, I worked at a preschool and one of the, one of the moms was like, did you go to a fat camp? Like she asked me if I went to fat camp and I was like, um, I mean, I guess I went to my own version of fat camp, but yeah, it was like that. So like, it's so funny what people will be like, Hey, what's what fucked up thing happened to you that now you're so skinny. What trauma led to all the weight loss? You're like, yeah, uh, I'd love to get in on it. Yeah. They're like, sell me it. I know. Yeah. It was, it was, uh, it must have been really crazy to to see because I did just come back into town and looked completely different. But 
that's the homeostatic place my body is now. Like if I drink a lot of beer, yeah. I'll add five or six pounds. If I eat a lot of bread, if I if I'm like on a vacation and I'm just like not working out and indulging in in nice tasting food, my my body weight will go up by ten or twelve pounds. But it it's always leveling out. So when I am in an mm-hmm. active frame of mind and I'm not eating too late. Like that's been my biggest thing lately is I'll have a great day and be active and eat perfectly well and eat the right portions and stuff. And then at night when I'll be here with my girlfriend or we'll be watching a movie or something, it is impossible Mm -hmm. not to make like a bucket of fucking popcorn. And then (laughs) you better crack a cold beer because Uh otherwise I'll cry and boy, (laughs) it's an ugly cry. It's like, give me my beer mommy cry. And (laughs) before you know it, then it's like, (laughs) then you're like smashing all kinds of shit. Like I'm eating almonds and I'm eating cashews and it just doesn't matter because a low calorie food eaten in fucking massive quantities Uh is like, is not. It becomes a high calorie (laughs) food. Yeah, exactly. So that's, 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 I, um, I'm watching Better Call Saul right now. Have uh you ever seen that show? I haven't. But I've heard that it's. Are you uh, in that show? It feels like a show yes, that would have maybe gotten you in yet. it. <laughs> that's why I haven't seen it. Because I am Saul. So. <laughs> oh my God. Crap. Yeah. Okay. Well, geez. What's up, everybody? You got Aaron and Stanger here, and we're interrupting really quick to talk to you about how valuable your time is. We know how valuable it is. That's why we do, that's why mm-hmm. we deliver an excellent, high quality show every week. We don't want to waste yep. a second of our precious listeners' time. Yes. Okay. It is true, though, when you're running a small business, your time is now money. That is real. It is your time and it is your money. So you gotta, it does matter. It, it, it does. You got to find efficient way to do things. So oftentimes, mm-hmm. like if when I'm running my small business, I will uh, keep my calls going while I'm using the restroom. Uh, while I'm taking a lift. That is exactly, we've had that conversation to ask you to stop doing that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're trying to be efficient, uh, 24 seven. You think that's not a great way to be efficient, Aaron? Just use the mute button is all I'm saying. Uh, fair enough. Um, look, <laughs> I, we, we want to talk to you about a legit way to be efficient when you're running your small business. Yes. Um, yes. You might be taking time out of your day to go to the post office, getting in your car, turning the key or doing the push button, however you want to start your car and driving down to the old post office, waiting in a big old line when you could be using stamps.com instead. You guys stamps.com makes mailing and shipping quick, easy, cost effective. I'm talking, it saves you time, money, stress, so much stress and time and money. For more than 20 years, stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses. That's incredible. I would have guessed, like, if they said, think of a huge number of businesses we've helped, I would have said, I don't know, 25,000 or something. Not a right. million. That's amazing. That's right. Stamps.com gives you access to all the post office and UPS shipping services you need right from your computer which is cool. 
Yes, very cool. You're not having to mill around, find stamps somewhere. You can print the postage right off your computer. And you mentioned discounts, Aaron. Uh, mm -hmm. The kind of discounts that you're getting from stamps.com, you're not going to be able to find anywhere else. We're looking at 30% off USPS rates and 86% wow. off UPS. 86. They could have stopped wow. at 83. Hell, even 82 would have been a lot. They're taking it all the way to 86, dudes. Yep. Okay, you guys, streaming, streamline, streaming, streamline your shipping process with Sam's.com's easy-to-use software. So all you actually need is your regular computer and printer. No special supplies or equipment. You're up and running in minutes, printing official postage for any letter, any package, anywhere you want to send it. I remember the first time I did it, I felt like I was like printing money or something. Like I was like, I can't believe you're just allowed to do this at your house. This is way better. Yeah, you then leaving. Yeah, you started wearing um like uh, USPS like uniforms and stuff around. And I was like, Aaron, I think that's a little bit of stolen valor, even though you are printing your own postage. Uh, <laughs> I was, I did. Yeah, just for a time. You know, I was, I was feeling it. Yeah, and so we're talking about small businesses. Uh, Stamps.com seamlessly works with uh, Shopify, Amazon, Etsy, eBay, and more. So whatever you're using, you're covered. Okay, you guys, stop wasting time and start saving money when you use stamps.com to mail and ship. Sign up with promo code DUMBELLS for a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page, and enter code DUMBELLS. We also want to talk to you about another very cool sponsor we have for the show called Athletic Greens. Uh, yes, Stinger. You got me onto this, and so I blame you for my huge addiction to Athletic Greens. Uh, well, I'm proud, and uh, I'm glad I got you addicted to it because uh, I'd much prefer you being addicted to Athletic Greens than you know some kind of illegal drug or cocaine or something. You're right. Okay. You're right. Thanks for leading me down the path of righteousness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You want that green powder, not that white powder. Um, that's, <laughs> that's right. Look, I use Athletic Greens every day. Uh, I feel weird if I miss it. It's part of my routine. Uh, I love doing it. I like people to see me use it. Um, mm -hmm. I'll take the travel packs they send us and uh, try to see if I can peep, uh, like you know, make a bunch of noise and stuff so people see me like mixing it in my... Uh, water at the gym. They're like, holy yeah. smoke, look at this guy's doing athletic greens. Look how healthy he is. Um, and look, I love what it does for me. I love the way it tastes. Um, I love the fact that in one delicious scoop, I'm getting uh, and absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens. I mean, that's, you can't truly, that's the best way to start your day. Uh, it's just right out the gate. You're having the the greens of your life. Okay. Yeah. You're looking for something to, uh, uh, benefit your lifestyle. You want some improvement in your digestion, um, energy. You want simplicity. So you're not having to take a whole variety of different supplements that you, you know, have maybe haven't verified the ingredients on. Um, it's a hassle. It can be expensive. Um, there's a lot of benefit to, uh, to making AG one part of your daily routine. Yeah, so it's lifestyle friendly, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free. 
It contains less than one gram of sugar, which I mean, for something kind of like with a smoothie or kind of like a supplement, that's, that's a good uh, thing to keep an eye on. Yeah, especially considering the taste because it does taste good. I look forward to it. It's got a very mm-hmm. interesting taste. Um, Aaron and I coined it earlier that we um, we we think that it tastes good and healthy at the same time somehow. Um, yeah, yeah, and it does make it. It tastes like you are getting healthier. It does that makes sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. you could taste yourself getting healthier. Athletic Greens. God, they should hire us. They have, they should, yeah. Uh, they actually, have. yeah. Supports better sleep quality and recovery. Mm-hmm. Supports mental clarity and alertness. Everybody's telling me, "Lan, you're so clear and alert." Um, do you think I'm alert, Aaron? Yeah, you seem you seem alert. I yeah, uh, I like it. And uh, <laughs> look, costing you less than a couple of bucks a day. Um, you know, the guy that started it was spending over a hundred dollars a day on his supplements. Um, it's why he got into athletic greens to help his own gut health and, uh, it can help yours. So you guys should check it out. Yeah. I, I'm, you know, you missed your opportunity to make fun of me, but I'll, uh, I'll say it has, it is better for me than the cold brew habit I have. And it is less expensive than the cold brew habit I have. So if you are like me and you're down in cold brew, just double it up and get on the athletic green train. Uh, I won't lay into you about overspending on your uh, cold brew. I'm just glad that you're, uh, you're addicted to athletic greens now, Aaron. Welcome to the team. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season, uh, which seems to be year-round these days. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash dumbbells. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash dumbbells to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. So, Bob, um, Um, what is your, how do you look like George? What is your workout to look like George, Bob? He's my next week interview is Bob, Bob Odenkirk. Um, We'll we'll get to the bottom Uh, of it. I'm happy to open for Bob. (laughs) um, But they, it's every night they, he go, like him and his girlfriend, he goes, do you want like Thai food or or Mexican food? Or in the next night it's like sushi or ramen. It's just like, they're they're always, and then they're always drinking beer. Yeah. And I'm like. You guys are both skinny. What? This How? is a this is the most unbelievable part of this entire show. Totally about crazy other shit going on. Is these yeah. two skinny? Actually, like Kim Wexler's girlfriend, she's like in shape, and I'm like, there's no way she is drinking multiple <laughs> beers every night. I am calling the I'm calling the cops. I don't yeah. know who. Um, but yeah, that's. The nighttime. It gets everybody, right? Right. It totally does. Because you're like winding down. You did your shit. You want to you wanna sort of, you know, celebrate or, or just, I, just I don't know. You just want to relax. Totally. And yeah, it's, and then also if you do crack that cold beer, then your inhibitions go just a little bit. It's not a lot, but it's just, start, they start to creep. Definitely. And then you're like, you know what else sounds good? Yeah, <laughs> like absolutely. Like you said. 
I'll never look over after if I'm drinking an ice cold beer and it's perfect and it's dealing with me and I'm dealing with it. I'm never going to look over into my fruit bin and be like, oh, those black plums look delicious. I have to eat those because they'll go bad in a couple of days. It's like, fuck a black plum, dude. I don't want anything to do with that or a peach or anything. Like I want salty, crispity, crunchity, and I want it now. Mm -hmm. And I want as much of it as my fucking gut can handle. And then I'm at the age now where I can't sleep if there's bullshit in my belly. And so I'm like... I'm like, it's never hurt me before, but now it hurts me. And so I'll lay down and I'll go to sleep. And it's like I wake up every hour and a half and I'm just like, oh, gosh. And then I try to go back to sleep. It's just like anguish. It's fucking lame. But I mean, I I had to learn because I started taking like a, a uh, an edible, um, yeah. like a, what is it? CBD? I don't know. It's just yeah. like a, a sleepy time gummy, essentially. Yeah. And I made the mistake of like, I, 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 I'm pretty new to them. So I'm like trying to figure out kind of the timing and I would take one too early. And then I would be like, I must snack. And it was like (laughs) crazy. I was like, Oh my God. And I like talked to one of my friends who like smokes weed a lot more regularly. And she was like, Oh, just, just chew gum because it, it's like, it just is, you want to taste something, but it doesn't, you don't need to eat it. And so she was like, that's kind of how I, you know, totally. I just was like, okay, I'll just wait a little while until I'm like in bed, take the gummy and go to sleep. That's the point of it. (laughs) Instead of being like time for third dinner at this point. I don't even know. It's nice and late. I I should fill my gut. Yeah. I hate hate the snackiness. And a friend actually brought up the pot thing because there's pot here. Okay. I'm not going to tell you where it is. Okay, I'm not pointing at it. The right guy now. in chains will tell me where it is. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. If you ever get him in a corner and you start questioning him, pot just like falls out of his body. <laughs> he's yeah, he's my weird uh, piñata of of me. But he he doesn't exist. I don't know why I'm referring to him now as if he does. But um, my friend was like, you know, stop smoking at 3 or 4 p.m. Maybe he was a doctor that told me this. I can't remember. You can but, have friends that are doctors. <laughs> yeah, for a little while. And then they're Yeah, you're right, you're here. right. Not forever. <laughs> that way, dude. <laughs> doctors get a little old. Uh, so it was like, that's interesting, but that's never going to happen. I'm not going to stop smoking pot at 3 p.m., because that's stupid. That's the that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard, and I I will disobey that. Uh, Why was he saying that? I, I said he. I don't know snacking. if the doctor was a he. It's I don't, we, we don't even know if it's a doctor. Yeah, let's just call her. It. <laughs> oh yeah, it was let's a call her she. Doctor. Yeah, let's call them Shay. Let's call them Shay. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Shay she, the doctor. Shay doctor. Friend. Shay Shay doctor. Um, was only saying it because it would, I guess, get rid of any of the uh, the added urges from, I guess, getting yeah. stoned and being like, oh, I want a snack. But, yeah. Um, it hasn't happened. It's still, I try to battle it, and I just will not have anything. And it's really tough because you want to... Yeah. I, I read somewhere that Obama... 
his like late night snack was seven almonds. Have you ever heard that? <gasps> I know. God. But oh that's what God. I'm trying. That's like I'm I'm shooting for the stars here. <laughs> I'm like, get me to <laughs> Obama almonds. status, dude, where I can like sit there and succulently eat one almond every 15 minutes <laughs> and have seven almonds. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've I I I think almonds and like you said, cashews, like yeah. those are the the sneakiest sons bitches, of bitches. Little bitches, dude. Yep. Because you'll they, eat 150,000 of them. Yep. And you're yep. full. You just had a dinner mm-hmm. of cashews again. Mm-hmm. And cashews are even more so than almonds because I think cashews are yummy. Definitely. I think almonds are fine. Yeah. But I will still eat a million of them if they have a little bit of salt on them. I'm sure. done. Like, yeah. Yeah. And guess what has salt on it already, Aaron? Your hands. And so if you have a handful <laughs> of fucking almonds, your grubby butt is going to eat them all. I will because I salted them with my own damn sweat. Yummy. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I didn't know that about Obama. I wonder what Michelle's is up to. Probably similar. Yeah. Or she like slices one cashew in half and she's like eating one, one half this of is the cashew. Good. This is good for me. <laughs> yeah. Thank oh, you. That hurts. that hurts my soul. Or yeah. that, like my dogs love, they love ice as a huh. snack. That also feels like maybe Michelle Obama has ice. Yeah, for definitely. Snack. Dude, I always forget that I should just have ice as a snack. <laughs> <laughs> just Why have, do I always? It, get rid of your teeth or just get yeah. fake teeth. I mean, everyone does it eventually. Just get, just get early on it yeah. and then just chomp away. Totally. We're all mush. We all got mush mouths anyway. Um, so when you were like losing casually 80 to a hundred pounds, yeah. <laughs> were you doing any like fitness stuff so at that the, point? Yeah. It would have been a little, it was built in because I didn't have a car in Austin. So I had a bike. So oh, all wow. of a sudden, okay, cool. yeah, you're on a daily commute, usually downtown. So that meant that there was an uphill ride back to South Austin. Um, I never really tracked it or calculated it or didn't do any monitoring. It's kind of one of those things where it was like, well, if I want to go to this coffee shop, I've got to get on my bike and I've got to pedal my ass there. Uh, And so those two things happened simultaneously. I'd say I probably played a lot more basketball because that was one of my friend groups. One of my early friend groups down there was kids from the Alamo Draft House that I worked with that would all show up and like, get stoned and drink beer and play basketball. And I was like, well, home. (laughs) It's like the song home. That sounds fun. Pretty great. I mean, maybe dangerous, but like. Definitely, definitely dangerous. (laughs) Yeah, that's the fun part. Uh, All the injuries. But it it was a blast because then it was, I'd literally ride my bike to a physical activity where I'd sweat my ass off and then ride my bike home. So it was, it had a lot of, uh, physical activity sort of built in. Like I wasn't going to a gym at that point. I had never run, I think, at that point. And then in New York, uh, about 12 or 13 years ago, I got into like running. So when I was like 30, late 20s, 30s, early 30s, um, started running on a treadmill in New York at like one of those New York sports clubs and just got into it, man. It kind of, it oh. came, yeah, it got really really great 
Uh, haven't re- done any races. Never run a marathon. George is doing a, a little, a little. A, what's it, what is this? A little crisscross cr- uh, finger, finger sauce. <laughs> crisscross finger sauce. <laughs> crisscross finger sauce. Yeah, I think crossing fingers. <laughs> that makes me want to barf. Yeah, that's disgusting. Um, yeah, I'm sorry. Grubby almond hands. Crisscross <laughs> finger sauce. <laughs> Everyone have a break to barf. <laughs> You go wash yourselves. Um, <laughs> the reason they're crossed is because I intertwined one of my fun hobbies of abusing marijuana to <laughs> running. Okay. And so oh. they, uh, to this day, share kisses and snuggles whenever um, whenever I do one or the other. So I, I'll get... That's nice and high, nice. and then I start to run. And it's like where my brain wants to be when I'm doing what my body wants to do. It's weird. So you will smoke weed and mm-hmm. then run. Yeah. It makes me run faster because I'm worried and scared. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. That's the motivation, okay? I'm no. fucking terrified. I'm paranoid. <laughs> it's like I smoke, and then I run from whoever's behind me. And 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 no one is behind <laughs> No one me. has but ever caught me. No one's ever right. caught me is the thing. So um, I'm still on the run. And <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know what the, wow. the science behind this. it. I don't know the science behind it, but I will say that uh, the times that I've experienced what I guess is runner's high, when I haven't, well, when I haven't, because I've, I've run sober <laughs> once or twice. Okay. And, uh, and I've, uh, what I've gathered is that like when I have a little bit of pot before a run, it, it eliminates a lot of the preamble like, oh, God, it's hot out here. Oh, God, my shoes, I need to get new shoes. Like any of the oh, yeah. the, an- the anxious stops that we put in yeah. front of a workout where it's like, well, I don't want to get injured, so I got to – whatever it is. Um, yeah. I, I kind of hop over that because I get the treat of like, well, I'm high now, so who cares? <laughs> and now <laughs> – and now I – Start the run, and I'm almost, I'm almost immediately in that runner's high sort of meditative state, and I really like to mm. sit in that for as long as possible. And then, depending on the run itself, I'll actually get into it even more. And uh, like trail runs, if I've never done a run before, I won't smoke anything before. Like I was up up in Northern California and running through like the redwoods by myself. And I was like, okay, this is not how we die. <laughs> this is not, not this today is not the day. Today is not the day. Nope. Yeah. Not today. And plus I'm scared of like big animals. So I didn't want to have my earbuds in sure. and like have something scare the shit out of me. Cause I'm all like, whoa, are you a Wolverine? <laughs> <laughs> So, oh my god, I can't even imagine. I'm Are you attacked. Wolverine? George lived a nice life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. what a what a that's shitty. your obituary, by the way. That's it. Just <laughs> George lived a nice life. Yeah, George did his best and lived a nice life. <laughs> Question mark, man. <laughs> I, I can't, like, I don't know. So, I like, I have smoked probably a couple of cigarettes in my uh-huh. life 
and then the next day can't do any cardio. No way, yeah. No, I know Cigarettes. it's I know it's not quite the exact same, but that just seems like counterintuitive to smoke and run. Yeah. But it totally. works for you. It works a lot of the time. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was a cigarette smoker during my those years in New York where I was running all the time. Uh, and I felt the impact. I was like, this is horrible. Mm. It always led me to try to quit smoking. And then I yeah. eventually did like four years ago. Um, it, it just never did have the same. They're, they are very different, obviously. Um, yeah. I don't know if it's because of how I smoke it. Cause I smoke it out of like a glass bong. And so it's like kind of, I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to justify it through like <laughs> science of drugs that I don't understand. <laughs> you know, like, well. No, no, let's talk about polysaturated fats <laughs> yeah. that we understand, you know? Yeah. And then THC. <laughs> How does a bong work? Um, <laughs> let's so, start from the beginning. Yeah. So, Stinger, I'm sorry. We really got into how bongs work on this one. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you get for filming whatever my for filming my commercial. <laughs> Thanks, State Farm. <laughs> Jake from State Farm featuring Stanger. Directed by Eugene Cordero. <laughs> oh my god. And everyone you're not, but me. Everyone but you, yeah. You, they, they're, they're like Aaron can sit at home and ask him questions about weed. <laughs> and the guy with the chains on his face. You're you're the first person I smoked with. Get the fuck out of here in the world. Yeah, in the world. Yep. Oh no! Did I hit and you? And then or? I think I told you, but I drove home the and wrong direction. Out. Oh no! No, I was just so chill. I just drove. I was like, oh, I'm going the wrong way. Oh well. Okay. Well, and I just like <laughs> turned around, went back the other way. Like I Holy drove like shit. fifteen minutes out of the out like yeah. the wrong direction, and then and I didn't was like, care well, one second. Yeah, that's right. Anyway, la da 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 da. That's great. <laughs> I love that. I don't. Yeah, it was very. It was that was uh It was good. I haven't always had that good of an experience, but that one was. It's good. It was chill. Yeah, that one was. Um, you were in control. I had a guy. Uh, this. Kid that's in, he was in the stand-up class actually, and he's a beautiful, talented kid, and I love him to death. He, we had an in-person rehearsal towards the end of it, and I think I think Jade actually like had something rolled up, and so we're starting to pass something around, and uh, the kid after afterwards, he's like, "Whoa!" He stops me and he's like, "You're like the second oldest person I've smoked with now." Oh my <laughs> and god! I was like, "Wait, what the?" F- fuck did you just say to me and why and why but and it was, why great what are you keeping a record what notebook I, do you I think, have i think it was like so few times like i definitely i must not have known that it, you had never smoked weed before because i would have made it a miserable experience had i known that. <laughs> i'd have punished you the whole time um but like I think, and I remember this too. There is a certain quality of like, oh my gosh, I'm however old, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, and this sort of uh, like unorthodox, weird, social but interesting drug experience that was that was all of a sudden open to you. If you had a small bag of this grass, you could like 
do stuff and, and give it to people <laughs> if they wanted it or offer it or whatever. And I remember it feeling sort of important every time. Um, mm. And so I think for him, it must have been like a crucial thing where he's like, whoa, this guy's older. <laughs> Second this guy's oldest. Second oldest. <laughs> I know. What's the story with first oldest? Oh, That's, man. You know. Yeah. He left some stories on the table there. We could have I'm still into. waiting. Yeah, I emailed him and I was like, You're being sued, young man. <laughs> you emailed so, him. Yeah. Just following up real quick. Just following up. Who's the oldest? And you better say someone <laughs> famous. Yeah. Come on. Come on, make it a good story, bud. Um God, I hope it is. I hope it was like George Washington. <laughs> yeah, me too. I hope he smoked with the ghost of George Washington. <laughs> Thousands of years old. Teeth problems. (laughs) Um, So after you got, you were in New York. Yeah. Okay. You're running. Running a lot. You moved to LA. Yes. What happens here? A lot of pussy. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) You can, okay. Certain things you can cut out, certain things you can't cut out. That you cannot cut out. Because I'm Deal. putting everybody on blast. This is LA is on blast. I'm here for your pussy, everybody. Um, I I got all here. Of like, I got, all of the sweet dumbbell listeners are like, oh, no. oh, oh, one more time? What are you saying? Wait, is that his workout? And all the bad ones are like, yeah, finally. <laughs> yeah. You know? Uh, so, you no. know, we'll, we'll find out in the comments. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. I'm going to get sued. Um, I, the, you know... It's not that bad. Okay, good. It can't be too, not that severe. Just uh, LLC yourself. You'll be fine. Shelter myself with, yeah. I've got a ton of S Corps just waiting to like deflect all the lawsuits. Um, I moved here. I was still a runner constantly, really got into running the Silver Lake Reservoir. I like loved oh, cool. running the reservoir. I did it with a good buddy. 99% of the time, but the 1% that I did it solo, I loved it just as much. Um, I liked everything about it. It's like the terrain, the perfect stuff. It's beautiful. Uh, I started running the Rose Bowl around the Rose Bowl Stadium too. So oh, wow. I kept, kept the running thing going um, until about the pandemic. I tried to do the the running on a mask thing and it just like it sucked really bad. So. Yeah. Um, I got a treadmill and I've been, I just started doing that again, which is cool cause it's how it started, but I, I do want to get back outside cause I really liked going to cities that I've never been to or towns and mm. like just lacing up and getting fucking blasted <laughs> and, going <out. laughs> and going out and just like running around and being like, I'm lost again. No problem. <laughs> Um, I hope I hope you have like find my friend or something like yeah. on your phone just in I, case. I somebody. have a medic alert bracelet on at all times. It's just like confused. <laughs> Call this number. This guy is confused. Call the nearest bar. <laughs> Take him to the nearest bar and call his that mommy or daddy. That is his hospital. That is <laughs> yeah. his hospital. They will have what he needs to survive. Uh-huh. Um, but I kept the running thing going. LA opened me up to more of the outdoor running, like the reservoir, like I was saying. Yeah. But I think then I also started to do 
more, I, I've, okay, so the Silver Lake Reservoir, one of the reasons I stopped running there is because I fell and I blew oh. out. I really destroyed my right shoulder, uh, tore the labrum, like oh shaved gosh. off a piece of bone. It was pretty gnarly and it, I had to get surgery and it just took forever and it still kind of sucks. Oh it's my mo- gosh. I know. It's the most major, as we talk about it, I'm going to stretch it. It's the most major, um, injury i've ever had by far and i've had surgery on my back for different stuff and on my leg but like this one was hmm. this ball joint situation is not to be fucked with and like yeah it's it's really uh it's really shitty i mean it's great but once i got into physical therapy and started feeling way better about it i kind of liked the idea of resistance training and weight training and stuff. So kind of since then I've been trying to do the calisthenics and uh, just recently I've had, you asked me if I'd worked with a trainer before and I really haven't. I think I'd done, you know, when they give you like a complimentary two training day thing mm, or yeah. whatever. I've done those cause yeah. it's really nice to meet them and they're fucking awesome and they know exactly yeah. how to do it, how to motivate you. Uh, to get your form on and shit, but (laughs) (laughs) that's how they always scream it at me. Get your form on. What are you stoned? Come on. (laughs) That's like, it's like, it's like you've heard me train people before. Yeah. yeah. I say those exact words. Totally. They all have to get that (laughs) tattooed on them after you're done with them. Yeah. uh, After a month, I let them wait a month, see if they like me. And then it's tattoo time. (laughs) Hell yeah. Um, it's what I've tried to do. Cause I did a little bit in New York of the free weight stuff is it would mm-hmm. be the buddy system. So I've always really worked out like with somebody, even in the runs over around Silver Lake Reservoir or yeah. being on a bench, you kind of need someone if you're going to be, you know, mm-hmm. trying to do bench presses and stuff with weight that could really kill you. It's like. <laughs> right, crush your body, yeah. Yeah, yep. let's not crush that sternum. So, um, and that's what I've been kind of doing lately. There's this really great guy that lives down the street. Him and his wife have like a little kid, and he'll text me. And he's got the setup where it's like just uh, racks. Is that a thing? Cool. Yeah, yeah racks and big bells. Yeah. And so he'll take me through and got me started with like the squats, the deadlift the cool. pushers and the pullers you know is <laughs> <laughs> it like shoulder press yeah probably yeah yeah and then a bench press and it's just like it'll alternate it, i have a schedule that he he was so kind he like made a google doc and shit and i was like okay and so now i'll have oh. my little yeah my memo app or the notes app i just write down um what i did most recently in terms of like, okay, 170 pound squat six times for three sets. Um, and it's really great. It's lovely. It doesn't take that long. I mean, I was there for 45 minutes. I really just, mm. you, you kind of blow it out and get on with your day and it feels really good. Yeah. Yeah. That's so fun. It's nice. You have a neighbor that is, uh, yeah. I don't know. Has the setup? I think like the convenience of that is hard to beat. Definitely. I mean, my yeah. So I have two neighbors. They're buddies. So I met one through one, which makes two. 
and three with me. We don't okay? do math on this podcast. Please, God, help, help, help. <laughs> but he, the, so one is walking distance. The other one's just up the street. And um, he is like a professional, not professional bodybuilder, but like a professional physique guy. Like he's a physical therapist. And oh, wow. Yeah. And so it's really pretty extraordinary to be motivated by someone that's so positive. Cause I, I had imagined he's helping people cause I had to do it mm-hmm. for the shoulder. Like there are so right, many, yeah. there's so much going on. Like uh, w- people of all different ages, all different backgrounds are coming in with injuries and you're helping them strengthen themselves. And it really does always seem to come back to the, the biggest, uh, like advice that I, that I've heard is that weight training and strengthening exercises like that at any age and at Mm -hmm. any point in your life can be one of the most impactful things that you can do for like your skeleton for shit that like, it's, it's hard because some things we see coming genetically, right? We're like, well, uh, if someone had, uh, what's something that's genetic? Like mo- baldness. Mo- baldness. Great. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. If someone has baldness, <laughs> they're going to give baldness, right? If you have <laughs> it, you right. will give it. Okay. Yep. Yep. Um, but it's, it's like the things that uh, we don't see coming that could really hit you uh, unexpectedly. And uh, it feels like, it's all preventative stuff like exercise and Mm -hmm. whether it's yoga for flexibility and stuff or, or whatever else it's all so that when we are 75, 80, 85 or whatever, you're still standing upright. Even if your brain is mush, at least you look fucking good. (laughs) At least you look good. Hell yeah. At least you're still (laughs) getting that. No, I'm not, I'm not going to keep screaming. (laughs) The P We're word. We're not going to keep screaming. What? Okay, there it is. I knew it. <laughs> the ah. P word. <laughs> um, no, but I think that's so true. I think like, you know, when, when Jason and I had our accident, which it was like, we were both in the best physical shape of our life. And mm. I think that that probably saved both of our lives. And that's a yeah. very extreme example, but like, you know, like for you, you're like trying to protect an injured shoulder. And though you've been through surgery and stuff, like you still will, I'm sure have learned you have to build strength around that. And like, I have clients that have had like, just like smaller things happen, but they go to the physical therapist and the physical therapist says you need to strengthen your glutes because you don't have any muscle in your butt. And that's like the main Like that supports so much other stuff that will, your back will get out of whack your knees. Like it's like, you know, so I think, and I think that's more talked about now that it's not just exercise to look hot. It's like exercise that is like actually functional and not just like just, just for vanity. There's still vanity involved in it for everyone. I'm sure. But it's, it's, it can be just, it can, help in any sort of those unforeseen circumstances that we, I hope like my parents both have really bad arthritis Yeah, and I just, and they're not old, like, you know, and I'm just like, please, 
I hope that what I'm doing for my body and I take, you know, there, there are some like plyometric moves that like my trainer will be like, let's try it. And I'm like, I'd rather focus on other <laughs> things because I know that arthritis is probably coming yeah, for me. Totally. So I will, instead of I'll jump onto the box, but I'm going to step down. I'm not going to jump down, you know? Yeah. So it's like finding those little ways to still get that training in, but keeping it in mind for like longevity, I guess is the, the word. So yeah, I think that's really, I, I love that you like to train with a, a physical therapist would be interesting. Like just their knowledge alone yeah. of the body. Um, I'm like jealous of <laughs> me too. I, they're, I don't they're think I have this. I don't think I have the stamina to study what they know. Um, but you, I see it. I, like everyone's like, Oh, this leg is weaker than this leg. Or why is this side of my abs stronger than this side? And I'm like, God, I, yeah, like, I wish I question. would have gone to college. <laughs> it <laughs> is a very, me. it's like a hardcore medical field in anatomy. And yes. he's, yes. I mean, it, he's extraordinary. And I feel really lucky for exactly what you're saying, where it's like, mm -hmm. if we're doing these presses, and yeah. uh, we can talk afterwards immediately following the exercise, what happened and when it strained or when it hurt or when it peaked, you know, any of it. Yeah. Um, it makes me more comfortable with doing it. So whereas yeah. I would, if I tried that thing on my own, there's a chance that I'd be like, well, that doesn't feel like a good pain. That feels like a bad yeah. pain. I'm putting this down and I'm done and, and I'm walk done away yeah, and I'm done forever. Yeah. And instead yeah. knowing that there's someone there that's like on a level of, yeah, like you're saying expertise where he's, he's always checking in on it. I had a weird knee thing happen. Actually, strangely, I think I did it from yoga. Like I hadn't done it in a while. I had, I had just done it like a really nice long run and wanted to come in and just, stretch everything out and I did like a 45 minute flow that was probably way too intense and way mm. too advanced but I tried to stick with it and then for the next week my left knee was just like sore and then it swelled up and my knees oh my, my gosh. knees are yeah there are many things but swellers they're not <laughs> uh, and then like maybe three or four days into that, we were about to do squats. And he was like, well, if you can't re reproduce the pain at this point, that's a good sign. And we can go forward in this way and that way. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then we did just that and took it slow, decreased weight. And it felt awesome. And I was right back into it. Oh, shit. I've actually done like really great uh, workouts with Eugene. Really? Dog. George has left. George has left it. the frame. That's the last thing I want to say. And Eugene, <laughs> you know that this is a challenge, bitch. <laughs> you hear this? This is a challenge. Um, yeah, yeah. We were on a show together, and we were so far away, and uh, it was great. They had a pretty nice little gym, and so we found ourselves in there quite a bit. And there was uh, a little run where when any of us would have the day off, it was like jumping in and working out. Did you freeze? 
Oh, you froze. Oh, you're back. Oh, no, you're freezing? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay, now you're back. Shit. <laughs> um, yeah, it was cool. It was really fun. It was like, I don't know what it was. Maybe like uh, we all sort of rotated. What show was it? You might have uh, said it wrecked. when I was frozen. Oh, wrecked. Oh, wrecked. cool. Yeah. So we were in Fiji yeah. and we would go to like the little resorts gym and it was like him, myself and uh, three, four more of the actors that would just pop in and out based on their schedule. And it was great, man. We'd run outside. Maybe it's called high intensity interval. Is that? Yeah. Yeah. Because we would do like, okay, uh, we're all going to do this many push-ups or burpees or whatever in here and then grab these weights and do pull-ups and then grab these and then run outside and go up and down the stairs a bunch of times and then come mm-hmm. back in. It was fun, man. I'd never done that. And that was a lot of fun. And it was really great you- to be so much better at it than everybody else. <laughs> no biggie. <laughs> uh, I'm shredded. Not a huge brag, but a huge yeah. brag. <laughs> yeah. Kind of a huge one. I, um... The you seem to me if I was like a if I was like a exercise psychic. Yeah. I to me when I see you, I'm like you would be a kettlebell guy. Ooh, I wish I was, and I will be someday, maybe. You might be. I would say just like Google kettlebell guy. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Don't do that. But you have like you kind of like you're like easy breezy like kind of like you might work out barefoot you might not like you seem kind of like that guy (laughs) yeah i'm liking it more and more okay and you know you got the ponytail or hair down whatever you know vibe but i'm like that's like kettlebell guy to me yeah and so is there a guy named kettlebell guy no I mean, there might be, I have, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not saying it because I know a specific Baby, guy that's kettlebell there is guy. now, um, <laughs> kettlebell <laughs> guy just got seem- born. Yeah. He just made it. Even if, <laughs> whether he's just a character that never even works out. Uh, I like oh my God. Guy. Yes. That would be, yeah. Do that. Do that character. Next time you get a chance. <laughs> kettlebell guy. Uh, <laughs> I have I have one in mind, but I don't um I don't know his name, his his like handle to send yeah. to you, you know. I'll look I'll look into it. Yeah. Um but yeah, that's what I would say. I think if I just got to like let like pick something for you next to try out kettlebells. I'd love that. And I'd love I'd love to come train with you too, with kettlebells. I got I got like five. Five okay, of them? I got them. Can I hold all I of them in one them. hand? Because I've got strong hands. Yeah, you could do, you could do, I, you know, you could do one in each hand. One's lighter, one's heavier. Then you'd be like wobbly, like, whoa. I'll wobble, know, I'll fun. wobble. Uh, but I also, <laughs> like, I'm so powerful in one hand that if I would like to hold all five of them and press those. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about at this point. <laughs> You would be Kettlebell Wolverine, and that yeah. is how we end this show. <laughs> kettlebell Wolverine. Oh, yeah. But that would be truly intense if you did if you did that, because I have a 40, a 30, a 20, a 15, and a 10. Jesus. If kettlebell you could hold stuff. hold all those in one hand, yeah. then you would be 
going places. You know? I'd have one big arm. Uh, <laughs> you uh, do you like doing kettlebell workouts yourself? Um, I I use them. I wouldn't say that what I do is like kettlebell workouts because they kind of have like a flow to them. If you get good at it, yeah, you can kind of kind of put together. Um, like almost like choreography, kettlebell choreography um, that I think is really cool, but I just haven't had the time to really learn it. Um, I know a few kettlebell-ish moves that you can do with dumbbells too. I kind of, because yeah. in the pandemic, kettlebells were easier to find than dumbbells. Yeah. And so, because you know, the dumbbells were like expensive as and and Dude, sold out. And I, so- I bought a pair for like, yeah, it was like those Bowflex adjustable weight things oh yeah yeah jesus christ dude they went from like being three hundred dollars to being like thirty five thousand dollars <laughs> and it was like what and yeah. it's craigslist too people just being like never open don't oh, care about yeah. them. 40 grand yep. it's like yep damn so i so i i use them i like them and i think they have good value some people yeah. only use them which i i i like dumbbells too i like I like them both. So I can't, I can't pick. That's just me. I won't make a decision. um, Yeah. Don't. I can't, I won't. Um, but I'll train you come over. Uh, You know, I'm, I'm further away than your neighbor, but you know, you could come over. Uh, Deals off. Meet my dogs. Come on. (laughs) Okay. I will. I will. I'd love to. (laughs) Um, George, is there anything you want people to know about? Do you want to plug anything? Your social medias? No, um, <laughs> no, I'm good. no, stay away from it. Um, don't go near it. And yeah. if you're oh, smart, yeah. watch your backs is what I want everybody to know. <laughs> Here's what I want to, what I want to plug your butts. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't have anything, man. I'm okay, we're out. We're out. <laughs> <laughs> Recording stopped and, uh. What kind of workout shit was that, man? Um, I don't have anything coming up. Uh, I might do a stand-up show at the end of August, but um, okay. there's very nothing else. I'm, uh, I guess, check out www.plumbinmybutt.com. <laughs> See if you would eat it or pass. Um, I thought you were going to say like your actual website, unless that is your actual website one. and then mazel top. Yeah. Thank you. It's my new one. Um, Kettleguyplumandbutt.com. Um, uh, squeezy plum. Wait, plum jelly kettle guy. <laughs> I don't plum have, jelly kettle uh, guy at gmail.com <laughs> and it's or not an mail. alias that's a hot mail <laughs> that's, that's definitely hot mail that's a yahoo sure. um oh, yeah. oh. no but thank you i'm not gonna plug anything i'm gonna tell you that you're great and oh thank you wow that it's great to see you and talk to you and um proud of you that's really an thank important you. one. Wow, so much. Yes. Thank you. Wow. Wow. And this is the way every podcast. <laughs> yes. Uh. And to your co-hosts, lick my plums. <laughs> you guys, you guess what? Next time I see either of you, I'm going to out beef you and you will be sad about it. Out beefed. Yeah, yeah. You'll be standing there out beefed, not knowing where out I just beefed. took your beef. Um, Sorry. So if you could set that up, actually, as like an ambush, I'd appreciate it. Aaron. 
Oh, I'm on yeah. it. Text yeah. sent. <laughs> um, okay, well, George, honestly, though, even though George isn't saying it, he's in like a million shows. You can watch them all on TV, most of them, or the internet. Um, so follow his ass everywhere. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and you can follow us at ask oh no i'm sorry you can't follow us there you can email us at ask the dumbbells at gmail.com or you can follow us on social media at the dumbbells everywhere social media is and then the last thing that we say is on behalf of me ryan stanger george basil and eugene cordero for today only we'd like to remind everyone to train dirty eat clean and live in between Bye. That was a headgum podcast. <laughs>